Hi everyone, this is chapter 7 of Doctor Strange. Chapter 7 Future That got him thinking about all the mistakes he had made along the way to Kamataj. Wong had said the book of Kaglishro was devoted to the study of time. Strange had been too proud back in New York to admit any of his mistakes. But now, in Kamataj, his head was clearer. He was learning a little bit about being humble. What if he could undo his mistakes? What if... He went to the library late that night and took down the book of Kaglishro from its place on the high shelf. Strange realized that his study had paid off. He could understand the script in the book of Kurglistro now, when it had just seemed like random marks the first time he opened it. Sitting at a table, he began to read, taking bites from an apple as he turned the pages. He always found new research to be hungry work. He saw symbols and sigils on the pages that he recognized from artifacts in the library, specifically the artifact sitting on a pedestal not ten feet from where he sat. The Eye of Agamotto. Wong? He called out. No answer. He was alone in the library. No knowledge in Kamataj is forbidden, Wong had said. Only certain practices. He was about to test the truth of that statement. Strange went to the pedestal and detached the Eye of Agamotto from its fixture. He hung it around his neck and returned to the book. Okay, he muttered to himself. First, open the eye of Agamotto. He touched the middle and ring fingers of both hands together, then moved them in a circle. The eye of Agamotto opened, radiating green light. All right, Strange said. So far, so good. He spread the fingers of both hands and rotated them, creating a circle of green light with runic symbols in its center. The shape was just as big as his spread hand, and when he turned his hand, it turned as well. Bands of green energy circled his right forearm, rotating around his wrist of their own accord. He held the circle out toward the half-eaten apple. When he turned it clockwise, some more of the apple disappeared. Trink, trink, future bites that he had not yet taken. The relic's power was carrying the apple forward into the future, while Strange stayed in the present. He turned the circle counterclockwise, and the bites disappeared, ching, 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 restoring the apple chunk by chunk. The apple was whole again, even though he could still taste the bites he had taken from it. Oh my, he breathed. Oh me? It was real. He could manipulate time. He turned the circle clockwise again, further this time. The apple turned into a core and it began to decay right there on the table. Shinch restored it and looked back to the book. He turned to the place where pages had been ripped out of the book. Slowly, he turned the green circle of power counterclockwise, this time directing it at the book. And... The missing pages reappeared. Now, finally, he would be able to discover what the missing ritual did 
since no one in Kamataj would tell him. A large red symbol occupied much of the right-hand page, and the facing page showed a set of circular symbols. Around them was the text of a new ritual. Strange studied it, trying to understand. Dormammu, Strange read. The Dark Dimension. Eternal life? Wait, no. Now he understood how the Ancient One had lived so long. She must be tapping into the Dark Dimension. But beyond his questions of how the revelation shocked him, could it be true? Was there another explanation that he was missing? He had gotten the sense that the Ancient One was a force for good in the world, in association with something as dangerous as this. Strange had a hard time focusing on that question with the new sensations blazing through his mind. Swept away by the power he felt and the idea of even the vaster power contained in the ritual, he began to turn the ring. With a soft chiming sound, crystal structures appeared in the air over the table. They were like the mirror dimension portal, only larger, stronger, as if the dimension they marked had to be held back by greater power. Shins concentrated and began to feel the portal open. Stop! someone shouted. The crystalline portal vanished and Shins lost his hold on the green circle. It too disappeared. He looked up to see Wong furiously coming toward him from another part of the library. Tampering with the continuum of the probability is forbidden, he said, almost shouting. It was by far the loudest strange I'd ever seen one get. I, I, I was just doing exactly what it said in the book, he protested. And what did the book say about the dangers of performing that with Jewel? He didn't have an answer for that. I don't know. I hadn't got to that part yet. As he admitted this, Shin started to realize that he might have overreached. He maybe should have been a little more careful. Mordor appeared at his other side, seemingly out of nowhere. Temporal manipulations can create branches in time, unstable dimensions openings, spatial paradoxes, time loops! He shouted. You want to get stuck reliving the same moment over and over forever, or never having existed at all? Strange knew he was in the wrong. They really should put the warning before that stuff, he said quietly, trying to lighten the situation up a little. Wong wasn't having any of it. Your curiosity should have gotten your kid! You are manipulating the space-time continuum, you wicked it! He snapped the book of Cleglisha shut and carried it back to its place. Would you not temper with the natural law? Would you find it? As Wong put the book away, Mudo studied strange. How did you learn to do that? Where did you learn the litany of spells required to even understand it? I've got a photographic memory, Shin said. It's how I got my MD and PhD at the same time. What you just did takes more than a good memory. You're born for the mystic's arts. Mordo was looking at Shin in a new way. There was anger still, but also some respect. And maybe even... A little fear. Strange nodded, taking the compliment, but it didn't make him feel better. And yet my hands still shake. For now, yes, Monk said. Strange felt a gleam of hope. 
Not forever? We're not prophets. Mondo said. Fine, Shane thought. But that wasn't good enough. If he was born for the mystic arts, it was about time someone told him what the mystic arts were for. When do you start telling me what we are? Wong and Mordo exchanged a look. Then Wong spoke while he walked to the eye of Agamotto's pedestal. He rotated the pedestal and the glowing globe of Earth appeared in the air above it. While heroes like the Avengers protect the world from physical dangers, we sorcerers safeguard it against more mystical threats. The Inclement One is the latest in long line of Sorcerer Supremes, going back thousands of years to the father of the mystic arts, the mighty Agamotto. The same sorcerer who created the eye you so recklessly borrowed. Agamotto built three sentinels in place of power, where great cities now stand. Wang pointed to three doors, inscribed with large symbols, in the wall behind the eye's pedestal. That door leads to the Hong Kong Sanctum. That door to the New York Sanctum. That one to the London Sanctum. On the globe, the three symbols appeared, and lines of power grew to connect them. Together, the Sanctums generate a protective shield around our world. The Sanctums protect the world, Mordo added, and we sorcerers protect the Sanctums. There was an obvious gap in what they were telling him. Shinch thought. From what? Other dimensional beings that threaten our universe, Wong said. Like Dumanu? Again, Mordo and Wong looked at each other. Where did you learn that name? Mordo asked. I just read it in the book of Kuglistro. Why? Wong rotated the top of the pedestal again, and again the scene shifted. The lights of Earth went out. Dumamu dwells in the dark dimension. Beyond time. The globe continued to spin, revealing a huge hole in the surface. Through it, they saw an infinite space filled with corrupted worlds and rippling with dark energies. He is the cosmic conqueror, the destroyer of worlds, Wong went on. A being of infinite power and endless hunger on a quest to invade every universe and bring our worlds into his dark dimension. And he hungers for Earth most of all. Change was starting to put two and two together. The pages that Kaisilius stole. Wong nodded. A ritual to contact Dormammu and draw power from the dark dimension. Uh, okay. Change chuckled at how insane this sounded. Ha! <laughs> he could accept a lot, but there were limits to everything. Okay, I'm out. I, I came here to heal my hands, not to fight in some mystical war. Modern Wong both looked at him with disgust and pity. She didn't care. He was a soldier. He was a guardian of Earth against interdimensional monsters. He was a doctor. And he wanted to be a doctor again. Before either of the masters broke the silence, the deep chiming of church bells rang in the lobby. Dong! 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 Wong looked at one of the doors that seemed to be the source of the disturbance. Dong. London, he said. The door burst open and a figure staggered through the portal beyond it, stumbling a few steps into the room before falling dead on the floor.
Thank you for listening to Chapter 7 of Doctor Strange. Thanks. Stay tuned.